Hey, before Alyssa gets here, I got what you asked for. Stop getting easily distracted and be more present as a busy Christian woman. The number one thing you told her you want is to fully focus on what matters most in the moment and consistently follow through on what you say you will do, even when life gets distracting. Is that true for you? Imagine if you knew exactly when and where to spend your time so that you don't drop the ball on your priorities and you're no longer only half present with those around you and feel like you have plenty of time for what matters. Does that sound amazing? For a limited time, you can access the Redeem Her Time beta coaching program at a very reduced price, in exchange for your feedback, of course. And here's what you get. A personalized time audit system to look at where your time and attention is going. A one-hour, one-on-one schedule-shaping strategy session to create your personalized plan. And two weeks of testing your personalized schedule with individualized feedback. And for the first five people, it's just, well, I could tell you, but it would break the internet. So send an email to lissa at redeemhertime.com and just say the word me to grab one of the first five spots. And no worries if you're number six, you'll still get an amazing rate plus all the perks and know that it will never be this price again. If you've got questions, you can email me at lissa at redeemhertime.com and ask away. So that way you can see if it would be a good fit for you. I can't wait to see how this helps you make the best use of your time, my friend. Here she comes. Gotta go. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Hello friend, I'll take this as a good sign. 73% of podcast listening happens on a smartphone. So the fact that you're here tells me you have not chucked your phone out the window yet. (laughs) Good, because this is a prime example of how your phone can be used well as a tool to draw you closer to God and to others. In case you didn't know, we're in the beginning stages of the Redeem Her Phone Time Challenge series. Right now, we're laying the foundation before we embark on our 40-day challenge together you're definitely gonna wanna join the free Redeem Her Time community to grab the resources you'll need and get the support to stick with it. Cause let's be honest, if you could have done it alone, you would have done it already, right? So how about a quick recap of where we've been so far? On episode 105, we discovered that even when you feel like you have no time, I hear this from nearly every woman I talk to, you really do. And I shared the number one tip to find one to four hours in your day 
so you can invest your time in what matters most in this season and in light of eternity. That's a much better use of your time. Next, on episode 106, we talked about the effects of being distracted by your phone on your relationships, your health, and even your faith walk. And I shared two key steps for Christian women to overcome digital distraction and not let your phone become an idol, an influence, or even a tool in the hands of the enemy. Today, we're going to focus on how to get started with setting healthy screen time boundaries. Because let's be honest, reaching for your phone has become so habitual, you probably can't even imagine life without it, or at least with less of it. That's okay. We're going to do it step by step. And before you know it, you'll be free of the pull that it has on you. So to do that, let's use the analogy of a dating relationship that you wanted to get out of back in the day. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't date at all in high school or for the first three and a half years of college. In fact, my hubby of 27 years was my only true long-term relationship. But there was this one guy I hung out with for a few weeks at the beginning of my freshman year of college, probably because we had gone to the same high school together and both ended up at the same college, so it felt comfortable. Deep down inside, I knew that wasn't where I wanted to spend my time. So I started to pull away and told him I just wanted to, quote, be friends. Even though I didn't have a lot of breakups personally during those years, I walked alongside plenty of friends and watched them go through the process with a guy they no longer wanted to be with. Did you have a lot of breakups? I like to think that I saved myself all the heartache and didn't miss out by not dating. So let me ask you this. Do you want to break up with your phone? As we've talked about so far in this series, The first step is to be aware of where you are. And the second is to decide to change. And just like any romantic relationship, no one else can decide that for you. It has to come from you. I was inspired to take this journey in breaking up with my phone to a whole new level with a Redeeming Your Phone Time Bible study companion from the Daily Grace Co. I love their gospel-centered resources. Once you've decided that's what you want, Now you are ready to move on to the three steps to start setting healthy screen time boundaries. Are you ready for them? Number one, take a break. Number two, define the relationship. Number three, fill your time with other things. Sound a lot like what you did when you broke up in other ways? Wink, wink. If you could do it then, you can do it now. So number one, take a break. If you've ever been in a dating relationship that consumes you, you know that getting some space to get clarity is where to start. In some cases, that means cold turkey and no contact for a while, while in others, that may mean less interaction for a shorter period of time. Either way, taking a break reveals how you feel without the relationship taking up so much of your time, because chances are, it's been a while since you've been without it. And most likely, the longer you've been tethered, the longer you'll need to be apart before you're ready to set parameters for what the relationship will look like moving forward. So think back to a time when you needed a break. How did it feel to have space and time away? What did you notice without the relationship always being a part of everything you did? Did it give you more clarity? Did it allow you to see the people and things around you that were you were missing out on? Did it help you to clarify what you really wanted? You can do the same thing with your phone. In fact, I'm just back from my annual college girls weekend. We've been getting together for 18 years now, and our time together is such a gift. But let me tell you, we gotta protect it fiercely, because with hubbies, kids, aging parents, in-laws, jobs, businesses, and aging ourselves, 
there's a lot that could keep us away. We don't do the typical girls reunion things. We just like to hole up in our Airbnb with throw blankets, loungewear, and plenty of coffee. To laugh, to cry, to share, to listen, to pray, to advise. We unplug from everything for a few days to reconnect with one another. So when we arrived at our house for the weekend this year and found our spots around the coffee table, I started us off by asking everyone to share one word that described how they were coming in and what their year had been like. To be honest, we were all over the place and I won't repeat some of the words that were shared. But do you know what my word was? Unplugged. Because intentionally unplugging has brought me so much clarity in this past year. I unplugged from my phone on my three-week trip to Europe with my daughter before she headed to college. And then less than two months later, with my hubby, when we traveled for three weeks to serve missionaries in Central Asia and visit friends on the other side of the world. Honestly, I didn't miss having constant digital connection over those six weeks. Because taking a break allowed me to be fully present with the people and experiences that were right in front of me. And then, later in the fall, when I was really seeking clarity about what God was calling me to do through this podcast and inside our community, it was unplugging that created the space for me to hear from him and clearly know where he wanted me to focus. Because when you keep doing the same thing, you can't expect different results. That's why it's so valuable to take a break to get a renewed perspective. So back to you and your phone. Are you open to taking a break for a time? for a few hours or a few days or even a few weeks to see how life feels without it. There's no right or wrong as to how long it should be and what it should look like, but I can promise you that any length of break will create the space you desperately need to really identify how much your phone controls you. And the longer the break, the better you'll feel. I'm going to challenge you to take a break from your phone of some sort and notice how you feel without it. It may give you a piece of advice, Don't do it alone. Come join us inside the Redeemer Time community where we're all doing it in our own way, but we're not doing it alone. This past weekend, I was able to get away from the demands of life and technology and really take an honest look at my life, where I am and where I'm going. And I gotta tell you, having the insights of others was invaluable because they could see things I was blinded to and help me verbalize what I couldn't put into words myself. All right, step number two. Define the relationship. Oh, wow. I didn't have to break, have all those breakups, but those words quickly take me back to my friends having the DTR conversation. You know, the awkward define the relationship conversation. Now, if they had taken a break first, this part was always easier. Why? Because they had space to think and process what they wanted in the relationship and why. We talked at length about the importance of knowing the what and the why in each of our eight areas of attention during the With God series, particularly when we set our With God intentions, aka goals that stick, back in episode 96. When you know what you want and why it matters, it helps to stick with it when the going gets tough, because you know it will. So now you need to define the relationship with your phone. What does that look like? Well, we started to define that with the last question I left you with in episode 106. What do you want your phone time habits to look like 40 days from now? I would challenge you to think about what you want your time to look like a year from now, or even more. What are you doing on your phone? What are you not doing on your phone? What are you doing instead? What do you want people to say about you and your phone? We can't afford to not stop to ask these questions, to define the relationship, because the reality is our devices are not going away. In fact, 
they will only get more advanced and more distracting. So by not asking, we just continue to waste more and more of our precious time on what does not matter. I have yet to meet a woman who feels like she has all the time she needs. So there's no time to waste it, my friend, right? But even more important than what you want in the relationship is why. Here's the second part of that question from episode 106. What difference would that make in your life? AKA, why does it matter? What will that allow you to do more of? What will that lead you to do less of? What opportunities will that open up to you instead? Here's where I cannot tell you what to do and why. You have to decide and define that for yourself. We are all in a different place with how we relate to our phones, and we all have different goals for where we want to grow. So let me give you a few ideas to get you started from that, re- that relate to the eight areas of attention, your faith walk, family, friendships, service, stewardship, wellness, passions, and dwelling. Are you ready? To love your time in the word of God, to prioritize making memories with your family, to intentionally connect with your friends, to fill up in order to serve even more effectively, to guard your heart from coveting, comparing, and spending too much, to get up off the couch for real food and much needed exercise, to engage in new hobbies or interests that grow your skills and joy, to make your home a welcoming place to connect face to face. Do some of those ideas get your wheels turning about your why? Here are two that bring us back to our ultimate why in life, to love God and to love others more and more. The first, to love the Lord more than any device or app and use the resources on it well as a tool to grow your faith more than your following. Or number two, to love others well and be fully present with your family, friends, and those you're called to serve in your community instead of scrolling. I encourage you to push pause now to jot down a few of your whys. Better yet, go grab the free Redeem Her Phone Time Challenge Guide inside the community where there are sections that prompt you to write your what and your why. So you have something to remind you when you're tempted to go back to the comfort zone of what your phone did for you before, or at least what you thought it did. Don't be fooled. Most likely the relationship you have with your phone now is not life-giving, but time-taking, right? And just like back in the day when you questioned whether or not you were making the right decision, breaking up with that guy, the worst thing you could have done was to go back to that relationship, thinking for some reason it would be right this time. You're going to need these what's and why's plus some wisdom from others in your ear to not be sucked back into that relationship with your phone. That's why you're going to want to be part of the Redeem Her Time community. We're going to be that voice that reminds you of what you said you wanted and why, and what you would be going back to if you gave in yet again. (laughs) We are here for you, sister. Which brings us to the last step. Number three, fill your time with other things. The worst thing you could do after breaking up with that guy was to sit around your dorm room and look at pictures of the two of you day and night. Those smiles probably made you want to run back into the comfort of his arms, even if the relationship wasn't all you wanted it to be. Now, speaking of the Daily Grace Co., I'm using their Eden to Eternity resources to read through the Bible chronologically this year, and I'm currently in Exodus, where the children of Israel have just been rescued from bondage and slavery for over 400 years and they're on their way to the promised land with the one true God. Listen to what they said just a few days after crossing the Red Sea. What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. 
That's Exodus 14, 11 and 12. And in Exodus 16, 3, would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full. Wow. (laughs) Over and over again, God showed them who he was and that he had chosen them to be his people and to enjoy life with him rather than to be enslaved to others. And yet, how quickly they forgot and even longed for the life they once had. Did they not remember how horrible life was at the hand of the Egyptians? Did they not remember all the signs and wonders God did to show who he is and how he rescued them from the hands of the Egyptians? Did they not clearly hear what he had promised to give them? We too quickly forget what God is calling us to in order to know and love him more. And we long to go back to what was once sucking the life out of us. So let me ask you, what advice would you have given a friend or yourself back in college who just wanted to sit around and cry over the good old days and what she no longer had, no matter how bad? You would have told her to get over it and get out and do new things and see other people, right? Over time, she or you would experience the freedom of not being held back by a wrong relationship and the ability to explore new experiences or relationships that are life-giving. The same is true with breaking up with your phone. Instead of longingly gazing at your device sitting on the coffee table and remembering all the fun games you once played and notifications you once got, get off the couch, get outside your comfort zone, and go find people and things that matter and things that will help you live out what you're called to in the season. Are you okay with a little tough love? Especially if it's for your good? Good, because here's the thing. When you're in it, you may not be able to see it. So make your list now before we officially kick off the challenge of alternatives to keep you from running right back to your phone out of habit or comfort. How about these? Go for a walk, go grab coffee, go take a class, go read a book, go play a game, go on a date night with your keeper guy, of course. And before long, you won't even remember what life was like with your phone always at your side and in front of your face. Just like how you eventually forgot that guy who was not right for you. In fact, you'll find it opens up a whole new world to enjoy and new people in it. Or maybe it's the same people who've been there waiting for you to just put your phone down to enjoy life together in a new way. So write your ideas down now. And yes, there's a section to write down all the alternatives you come up with to do without your phone inside the free Redeem Her Phone Time Challenge Guide. You just got to get in the community to grab it. So are you feeling better about breaking up with your phone now that you know the three steps you need to take to start setting healthy screen time boundaries? Here they are again. One, take a break. Two, define the relationship. Three, start filling your time with other things. Will you land on the other side of these 40 days perfectly where you envisioned beforehand? Probably not, but I guarantee you'll be much closer than when you started. And you'll be so glad you did. So start with these three simple steps, but I got to warn you just because they're simple does not mean they're easy. That's why we need each other in community. I'll drop the link to show to join us and grab your guides. So you can start prayerfully preparing before we officially start February 22nd. And yes, you can invite others to join us. Be sure to come back to the podcast in a few days for our next episode, where we'll talk about how to create a personalized phone time plan that's unique to you so you don't try to live on good intentions because we all know how that turns out, right? But before we go, may I pray for you? Dear Father, thank you that you see us and know us even better than we know ourselves. 
you see the impact our phones have on our lives and how more often than not, they move us further from truly loving you and loving others as you have called us to. Help this dear sister to not be blinded by the allure of what her phone time has promised her. May she see the bondage it creates and be willing to follow your lead in her life towards freedom, even when it means going through the wilderness. The abundant life you promise is so much better than anything our devices could ever offer. We cannot wait to experience more of it with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need to do all he has called you to. Be available to who and what matters most in this season and in light of eternity, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.